For GateWorld.net, this is Chad Colvin, and I'm here once again uh, today with Mr. Michael Shanks. Michael, thank you again for taking time to talk. My pleasure. How are Lex and the kids doing? They're, they're very good. The kids um, a, a bit neglected at the moment because Lex is working and I'm here, but uh, uh, I'll be back tonight. And she's actually we're shooting night, so uh, but everybody's doing fine, in good health, and everything's great. Now the continuum is out. We can talk a little bit more about it without the red tape. Were you happy with the finished product and uh, Daniel's role with them? I loved it. I mean, um, um, I thought that. Certainly, uh, it was one of the strongest things I think the show's ever done. Um, uh, I, I, I was, I knew reading the script uh, that it was a, a good show, um, and then when I saw the first screening of it, I absolutely um, loved the finished product. It, it was everything we could have hoped for given the the time that we shot it in and the budget. And I'm not even saying that facetiously. I'm saying it, we, we we exceeded expectations in that regard. Um, I certainly don't think. I think there's a lot more stories to tell and, and a lot of stuff down the pipe, but in terms of um, uh, a good testament to the people that work there and what that show's capable of, I think it's a, a great calling card for it. Fans are looking forward to seeing you in the upcoming two-parter on Atlantis with First Contact and The Lost Tribe. How easy was it stepping back into Daniel's shoes after such a long period between the end of Continuum's filming and now? Um, I... You know what, Daniel's like a, you know, he's like a comfy sweater. Um, it, it's never too difficult to... Uh, to, uh, to to as long as the writers can remember how to write for him, the voice comes really you know easily to me. Um, it was it was it was odd with such a big break to step back into that character, stepping into a different world, to not have the usual um, players from SG One there, but to actually go to Atlantis after not playing the character for you know close to a year was kind of, was was a little bit odd. Um, uh, but fortunately, in regards to Daniel's fast talking, that. David Hewlett managed to um, warm me up relatively quickly. Two fastest Stargate characters in this. <laughs> <laughs> what brings Daniel back to Atlantis? Um, there's a specific uh, character. I don't know. I don't know the episode very well, but uh, there's a character named Janus, who's an ancient who had done some um, some research. You know, as, as is it Janus or Janus? We said Janus. Janus. <laughs> Janus? Hmm, something about anus. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there was a character uh, called Janus who was an ancient, who had, um, uh, was, was a scientist for, for the ancients on Atlantis. And uh, Daniel's been, uh, as his, his hobby of studying the ancients, has been doing some research and comes to um, Atlantis with the idea that he might actually be able to track down this secret lab that Janus had that has been yet to be discovered uh, in Atlantis. And um, he needs some help doing that. And so he enlists uh, Rodney McKay to, uh, to help him track this thing down. Um, Let the buddy know the heads commence. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I don't think I don't think uh, uh, Hewlett's character um, uh, gets along famously with anybody, so it's kind of inevitable that there will be a bit of butting of heads. But uh, so that's why Daniel comes there is to, to search for this lab and the, and the possibility that there's ancient weapons, knowledge, or, or otherwise that they haven't discovered somewhere locked within the city itself. Will we get a chance, in addition to the McKay and Daniel interaction, a chance to see some interaction between him and the other characters? Are there any standout scenes? Uh, no, there's very little interaction. I think I, I worked near just about everybody uh, on the show except for Rachel. I worked near um, Jason Momoa and um, and uh, 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 Joe Flanagan and, um, of course, Robert Picardo and Jewel State. I worked near them, and I do say near because we, we crossed paths literally in the hallway once, and uh, Joe is in it, um, in, it, in it for a couple scenes. So there's not any famous interaction with those characters. We, we sort of crossed paths, and, and I realized very quickly that um, my character had never actually met 
um, either Jewel or Jason's characters in the history of Stargate mythology. So I went, I treated them like they were extras and <laughs> we're walking by, they were having the scene and I just went, I can't even, like usually with, uh, with McKay or something, you can at least like nod and go, hey, how you doing kind of as a, in character. And I went, no, I don't even know if my character knows these people exist, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to walk by like they're just, you know, people in the hallway. Fans were uh, saddened earlier this summer to learn of Don Davis's passing, and over the last decade, you spent a lot of time with that man, both on screen and off. Do you have any favorite memories of him? I think any moment spent with Don is 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 a, is a plus. I mean, for standout memories, um, you know, those are the ones uh, I'll probably keep for me because they were the, the the quieter moments or the Absolutely. the more intimate, humorous moments that um, you share when you when you get to know someone um, very well over the course of working with them as intimately as we we work together um, with that group. That the, um, the the greatest moments are not something that the audience will, will see. Those Absolutely. are the, the moments of. Of um, of uh, you know real real life emotion and and um, um, uh, you know conversations over a couple drinks kind of stuff that uh, that really are, are going to be near and dear to my heart that really give me an insight into who Don was from the ground up um, it, uh, you know from a, on a, from a work standpoint you know Don was one of those people that every day along with the rest of our group we had a good laugh I'll always remember his. Um, his uh, desire to get everything right and his constant uh, 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 inability to do so and how it frustrated him so much but became a, a wonderful way for us to blow off Steve and have a good laugh and um, you know I, I'm, I'm determined to uh, John and I a few years ago were planning on, on making a movie producing a movie together and, and um, Dawn's passing has reminded me of, of uh, that pledge to do so and I intend to, to make sure that the a movie called The Maggie Rose gets produced and, and gets dedicated to him. So um, that's something that uh, uh, his passing has reminded me of. That, um, that it's something to look forward to. It, it's something it, for, for me, it was something that when someone close to you and that you've worked with so well passes suddenly, um, that you really realize how short uh, time that we have here is and, and how constantly putting something off just because you think that there's all the time in the world for it is, uh, is, is not necessarily true because I'd always planned on doing this movie with Don and I realized I guess that will never happen but um, to, to take advantage of, of the, the, the circumstances that you have and to, to let nothing stand in your way and do it now is, is something that's very important to me and in a lot of aspects of my life but to do that movie in Don's memory will be uh, something I, I look forward to your episodes of Burn Notice have started to air, and after living with the character of Dr. Jackson for over a decade, is it invigorating for you as an actor to be branching off in new directions character-wise? Well, I mean, the character of Victor on Burn Notice is so far removed. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I love that show. Um, I was uh, just saying to some people that uh, uh, I'm not capable of playing... Um, too many bad guys in earnest or even heroes in earnest in terms of that straight jaw clenching kind of way I, I, I need them to have a layer of irony to them or something like that and Burn Notice is the perfect show for that um, I love the writing on that show and it's wonderful to be able to play a character that is so far removed from, from Daniel that that um, you know that you yourself don't feel like you're stealing from yourself to go do something that you can invent something completely different and, and I think that character is going to be a lot of fun in that regard to create something from the ground up that's uh, that's going to be as interesting and memorable as, as, as Daniel was possibly but uh, it's a lot of fun to play a character like that there's very few instances I've had in my career where you get to actually play a character that gets to uh, to, to have the, um, the, the straight jacket taken off so to speak and you can just the freedom to, to be the bad guy and do whatever you want is wonderful so I, I look forward to exploring that character more 
How are things proceeding with Rage of Angels? Any new updates? I, I, I don't want to comment on it. I'll leave that for Chris to comment on. It's been a really, really positive development that he's wor- he's in Vancouver and Los Angeles working with someone right now in terms of developing um, the series even more. And there's a, a showrunner that once his contract is done, we'll, we'll be able to announce that we can do it. So it's all progressing. I'm always very conservative about it, but it's moving in the right direction. There was a, a period a couple months ago where I thought that this was going to be in development hell forever, and it seems to be moving uh, forward in a very positive mm-hmm. way. So I'll, I'll, I look forward to the ability to speak more frankly, <laughs> less cryptically, yeah, in the, fu- in the future. Mm-hmm. Are there any other upcoming projects that we can look forward to seeing you in? No, I'm going back in about two weeks, going back to Miami to finish off the season of Burn Notice, and uh, uh, you know, been like every other actor, been up auditioning for stuff and getting really close to a lot of things, but uh, you know, there's no points for second best in our business and, and uh, for second place, I should say. I shouldn't say second best. Um, so we just carry on and, and, uh, and get back in the mix. But the, the, there's always something. There's always something lurking around. Wormhole disengaged.